0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every
1: day. Welcome to Postcast, the Utah Jazz fall in the fourth quarter on a 76er run. It's one where if you're a team that no longer is into moral victories, you're really going to kick yourself about this one. We'll talk about the areas where the Jazz are going to wish they did something different. Today's show is brought to you in part by the store at 6200 South and 20th East. Turkey orders for Thanksgiving. Do you want to get those in? The Destel turkeys are there right now and available for you, plus all the other great cheese things and the rest at the store, your center for all your holiday needs. All right, Ron, we're past moral victories with the expectations on this season. There's no question these guys played well. They played hard. They battled. They showed Rocky Balboa-esque tendencies. There are all sorts of good things, but you got to win. Now, Philadelphia is probably not a place you planned on winning this year, but this was a game that
2: was there to win. Yeah, absolutely. They put themselves in a great position to win the basketball games now. Mistakes will cost you, and, and I thought the Jazz made some huge mistakes, as you mentioned, after the third quarter, and then they made a couple of mistakes late here in the fourth quarter that probably cost them the victory. Then you throw in free throws, something that no team, well, as good a shooting team anyway, as the Jazz are, that they should go 21 of 37 from the free throw line.
1: So that's a big one. 21 of 37 from the free throw line tonight. Cost the Jazz a great deal. Ricky Rubio missed more free throws in this game tonight than he had in the entire season prior to tonight. He was shooting 90% and missed five. The other one was a weird sequence at the end of the third quarter, and maybe this is lack of experience on Donovan's end or there were, and there were a lot of communication problems late, being on the road, and this team usually communicates well. But this sequence specifically, the Jazz had a foul to give. Quinn gave the signal to Donovan to foul. Donovan did a reach-in foul that wasn't very hard. Markel Foltz powered through it. No foul was called. So then he went all the way to the rim, drew a foul on Gobert, which impacted him later because it turned out to be Gobert's third or fourth foul of the night at the time. He, missed, he goes to the free throw line, makes the first, misses the second. The Jazz don't box out the shooter. Fultz gets the free throw, gives it to Butler. Butler scores and lays and then draws a foul. I think he missed that free throw. But if the Jazz had fouled correctly and got a stop there, they
2: end up allowing three extra points at the end of that quarter that they shouldn't have allowed. Exactly. And that's the kind of mistakes that we're talking about happen in a situation like that. And, and you know, that rebound that off the free throw that Fultz came up with, um, it bounced off to the left of the rim. I mean, obviously, a, a free-throw shooter knows you're going to know where you miss. And that ball was coming off the left side of the rim. He was able to go over there and get it. Uh, so, again, mistakes, costly mistakes. And they'll look at the film. I mean, you just can't relax in situations like that. I mean, you got to, for the most part, just play right through it. Bad decision there by Donovan, not fouling hard enough. To, uh, to make the official blow the whistle.
1: The other one was on two occasions, but really one late in the game. And the fact that it was the second time of the night, for some reason to me, seemed, makes it even more painful. Ricky Rubio, while bringing the ball to the front court, got caught from behind and turned the ball over. It happened once in the first half. but in a, And I don't have the play-by-play sheets next to me, so I'm not entirely sure, but it, it, it was a key, key moment. The Jazz, I think, had a five-point lead at the time had the ball. Ricky Rubio or somewhere in that area where they had a lead came out of traffic and Joel Embiid reached from behind and knocked the ball away. It was the third time in the game that Rubio didn't have good ball security and turned it over. But this one ended up with a Jimmy Butler slam dunk down the middle. That's another three or four point swing in a game that you lost while the final score was by six, was really a one-possession game for the entire final three minutes.
2: And just think about this. Though. I mean, the Jazz had an excellent chance to win. As we've been talking about here, uh, is that the mistakes the Jazz... The, the mistakes that they made that didn't turn into good plays. I mean, they, they turned into good plays for the Philadelphia 76ers. And then they go four for 22 from the three-point line. This is not what the Jazz have been surviving on all season long, and, and you know, they must or they have been making threes that have given themselves a a, a chance to win. Four for 22, 18%, probably the worst uh, three-point shooting night of the season.
1: So the good news is the Jazz go four of 22 from three. They missed 16 free throws, and they somehow were able to compete with a very good philadelphia team and be in this game and maybe the most exciting part there is the one really big difference between the jazz defense a year ago and the jazz defense this year is the jazz have not been forcing turnovers coming into the game a year ago the jazz were the fourth best team in the league at forcing turnovers they were 19th, and tonight they forced eighteen turnovers
2: eighteen uh, get twenty points off of those, of those turnovers so uh, Good for them. I mean, they got their hands into passing lanes and and came up with some steals. Came up with it, making the seven Sixers make some mistakes there as well. But this is a hard fought game. You have to really compliment the Jazz on getting back into this ball game. And I'm gonna I'm I'm going to uh, shout out to Donovan Mitchell. He's been struggling. He's been, but he did not stop shooting the basketball. He knows how important he is to this basketball team. He knows that he can he can score. He knows that he can do a lot better than he's been doing. He took 35 shots tonight. He made 13, but and one for seven from the. uh, from the three-point uh, point 11 11. Three line, but I'm just glad he did not just go into his shell and start passing up shots like the entire team was starting to do down in Dallas the other night.
1: Uh, Rudy Gobert has a weird line tonight. He goes Mine of 20, minus 26 on the same night where Joel Embiid, who did hit some big shots late, at one point I think Embiid was 4 of 16, so it felt like Rudy was really bothering Embiid a great deal, and yet at the same time he was minus 26 so that's a surprising, like, box score line there tonight. Uh, he was in foul trouble. He only played 28 minutes, but and I did think he bothered Embiid a little bit.
2: He did bother him, for, for sure. Embiid, in, this, in the middle quarters, the second and third, Embiid only had two points. I mean, he only scored two points. Uh, and, and I think for the half, he was ten points. And so the, the fourth quarter, he did turn it on a little bit, got to the free throw line, and, and you know, got a few buckets Rudy trying to stay out of foul trouble and defend there at the same time, uh, you know. Embiid got going, ended up you know for the for the ball game with 21 points.
1: Dante Exum had some nice sequences points. tonight. Got the guys going at the rim a little bit with his dribble penetration. That was great to see. Uh, tip of the hat there. Jay Crowder still can't find his three point stroke. He's 0 for three. He's really scuffling uh, from three tonight. So. Uh, the Jazz have got to find their shooting streak. You can't win in this league if you can't make shots. And that that's really the issue. The the thing that Quinn's been asking for is for the defense to stay committed even when they're not making shots, and he got that tonight.
2: And the bad thing about that is the fact that the Jazz are getting those shots. I mean, what, it's not like they're they are struggling. Their offense is struggling to the point where they're not getting the type of shots that they want to get out of their offense. They're getting those shots, and, and they're just not falling right now. Who knows? I mean, was. Maybe it starts tomorrow night against the Boston Celtics, but either way, you just have to keep fighting, executing your offense, and, and like Donovan Mitchell, just continue to shoot it, and s- sooner or later you'll come out of it.
1: Well, we'll see Boston tomorrow. Jazz fall tonight, final score, 113-107. Jazz fall, it was a possession-by-possession game late, and the 76ers outscore the Jazz 23-12 in the final, 725 of the game. Have a great night. Thanks for tuning into postcast. We'll talk to you tomorrow from Boston.
0: Rejecting the screen has been retweeted by Kobe, Dame Lillard, and Vince Carter. So it's fair to say you should give it a shot. I'm Noah Kozlov.
2: And I'm Adam Stanko.
0: Rejecting the screen hits your feed every Tuesday and Thursday. On Tuesday,